Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the New York Christian Baker Psychic Hour. Uh, 914-338-0164 is our call-in number today. As always, never changes. I think it's been the same number for the entire duration we've been on the air. 914-338-0164. We'd love to hear from you. Please do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And we would love it if you joined us on Facebook and on Twitter. There's accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic, and you can follow us on Blog Talk Radio as well. You know what I forgot to mention, Neil, is two shows ago, we had someone called named Jade, and at the time, I remembered her vaguely, but after the show, I then I realized who she was. She used to call her show very frequently, and in fact, her mother, Renee, used to call the show a lot, and um, I put it together after the broadcast. Mm-hmm. I wish I had... Uh, remembered when she was on the air but if she's listening i don't know if she listens regularly or not or if her mother still listens but uh they used to call all the time so we've been on the air for almost 10 years now so coming up to 10 years in august that's right so it's uh that's a lot of calls it's a lot of calls a lot of people and definitely you know people go through cycles of uh you know, getting in touch and then dropping off yeah. for a while. Well, do we have some calls? We don't yet, but we hopefully well, will. Uh, so we're discussing the, uh, the the notion of what a, soul, a soul, soulmate is. Soulmate. Uh, that's not to be mistaken with twin souls. That's entirely different than a soulmate. A soulmate has a basic ground premise, which is that the souls have known each other before. There's been a past life connection. Could have been on the physical plane, it could have been on the astral plane, but there's been a connection before, so they are soulmates, meaning both uh, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. What? Platonic? Oh, platonic rela- or, or, uh, or romantic. Or romantic. So it, you can have a soulmate that is your child, for example, yeah. or a friend. So mate, where there's no both a sexual and non-sexual relationship, <clears throat> but and that can be analyzed further in the in the depth of, of investigation. But uh, soulmates begin with the idea that the souls have, have been reconnected con- before in another lifetime, and they're back once again. In another lifetime or on the astral plane. So they could have connected on the astral plane, the souls, 
had never been on the earth plane before together and then incarnate and, and meet each other. Yeah, they're not body mates, they're soul mates. Right. Their souls have connected. Hold on, let's bring on the caller here. Hi. Hi, guys, it's Jennifer. Hi, hi. Who? Jennifer. What's going on? Uh, my mom left. I had two weeks. I took your advice, and I kept it light, and it all went well. That's great. Yeah, good. Yeah. I was wondering if you could do um, my middle son um, just got accepted to university out of town, and I was wondering if you did this before for my oldest son. Um, if I give you his birth date, would you be able to see, like, a good career path for him. Um, well, sure. Give us the birth date. Uh, September 6, 2004. Mm-hmm. He's a 21-3. And he's... Um, let's see. No, he's a 21. Did I? September 6th? Yeah, did I do that wrong? Yeah. 16, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Wait a minute. No, no, no. no, no. That's right. You were probably thinking. 19. Wait a minute. 9-6-2004, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was right. 2021. Huh? 15. He's a 21-3. What did you say? 21-3. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Okay. His uh, year is your karmic number, Jennifer. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. I feel there's a karmic bond with us. Well, I mean, you're obviously you're you're connected to all your children through karma. So, but I mean, it's it's, it's interesting that your your karmic number happens to appear in his in his year, and your master number, in fact, is his day. Um, you know so, what else is funny? Mom, go you what? Go ahead, yeah. Four. She's a tw- she was born on the 24th, and that's a six as well, and uh, she feels very strongly linked to him as well. Who, who was born on the – you cut out. Who was born on the 24th? My mom. Your mom. Yeah, and the two of you, this, this, your son, become a nine together, which is his month. So, yeah. And so she's born on the 24th, which is obviously your karmic number. So there's uh, yeah, all these karmic connections. What was it you want to know? She, about he wants to know, she wants to know about a career path for him. Path a career for path for him. Well, nines have a certain... Not, not the ninth month has has a certain advantage. Anyways, they're usually usually sensitive people. They're they're very responsible, very caring. Uh, they have a they have a resiliency that's rather strong. Now his numbers do dip. They go down to a six, which is a with which is a, a difference of three, being his master number. Then. Uh, it goes up to a two and then a four. There's a six, six on the accumulated number. in his year, which matches his day. So he, he he's going to be either a something to do with 
It could be something to do with communication, meaning uh, uh, something with the com- with the computers. You know, there's there's new ways of looking at communication today. It's not like the old days, the days prior to how we accept communication today. It's changing, not only uh, in a physical way, but in a mental way. So there's something that might be put forth regarding his journey of communication that, uh, how old is he right now? He's four, he's 17. 17. Uh, does he have any interest in the internet world? You know, it's funny because that's why I'm asking you is because he's chosen to go into biology, but he's very interested in, you know, all the social medias, creating, he's created videos for me. And he's really talented with like editing and putting videos and that sort of thing together. But he seems to think that he wants to be a, a biology teacher. But I'm like, I, I, I see him more happy. Doing a, yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I was going to say because of this three. Yeah. I, I, I was going towards creativity, which kind of fits into your idea of him doing something on the Internet. And then she's mm-hmm. saying she's validating it by saying she, he makes videos. But he's science-minded. Well, that's excellent. I, I would mean, encourage it. I yeah. mean, biology is the study of life. That's the definition of biology, the study of life. And if he's combining biology with uh, videos and interested in that whole concept. Uh, Wilson, his A.O. Wilson, I think his name, uh, who studied uh, in the insect societies, um, biology of life it has a lot of journalistic approach to it uh, from of some of the great the nature writers. Uh, Rachel Carson's, and there's just so many. But, no, I would encourage the biology of life. I think that's excellent. Is he doing, though, the videos? I I mean, is he incorporating science into the videos uh, or not? No, no. He's just, I know, having friends doing goofy stuff, and then takes, he's got a very good sense of humor, so they're all very funny, his uh, videos, but sort of like teenage boy humor. Well, you see, he has a need. Okay, he has a need to communicate because he's doing these videos. So that comes out of his soul to want to communicate and reach a mass audience. And he's doing it on the internet and making these videos, and they're humorous and creative. So that's emerging out of his soul. His soul is also preoccupied with life and the origins of life and how we interact with our environment. I think it's an excellent way for him to approach his uh, soul and his life. The threes, that's the stomach area, but the stomach area is common to all forms of life. And the and actually, the stomach chakra is the lower creativity. It's our first third eye, because in the womb, that's where we perceive the universe, is through the umbilical cord which is attached to the navel. So you contemplate your navel. A lot of uh, symbolism that we have an eye centered in the the stomach area, the torsal area, if you will. And uh, so there's an eye energy going on in there. 
But the I energy there is usually pertaining to the earth, not the heavens. So in terms of his biology, that's going to be more in terms of earth energy, communicating with the earth, and using it in a variety of ways, including mass communication. Well, like, I mean, and for example, there's, who's that guy? Bill Nye, the, Bill Nye the science guy. He, um, you know, I've really never followed him. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? I think he had a ch- uh, yeah. show on PBS. But he, you know, your son could pursue a biology degree, but perhaps then elevate it into teaching on a larger scale, not just in the classroom, but maybe doing something on video. Um, mm. you know, or podcasts, um, well, but I mean, yeah. it sounds like he's into the visual element, oh, which is not excellent. surprising because he's got that six going on. So I think that's excellent. You know, maybe he could do it on a more a larger scale. What's his uh, specialty in biology? What is he? No, I don't know. He's in high school biology. I, you know, maybe sport. He's in sports too, so maybe. Um, I I couldn't tell you. Maybe muscles. I'm not sure. He can study muscle, muscle, muscles and muscles. <laughs> SS and SC. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't think the sports is going to stick. Right. Uh, I mean, who's, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, I think... I would, you know, the attitude of biology and studying the, maybe marine life or ocean life, you know, we have a great tragedy now going on that the mollusks, mollusks and uh, certain clams are becoming extinct at an alarming rate, and uh, it's because of the heating of the oceans that is happening sooner than later, and it's quite alarming. So we need good biologists especially as we approach uh, the uh, degrading environmental uh, or environmental ceiling as to what keeps our, our planet alive and rich and so, resourceful. So why are you opposed? I mean, what is your opposition to the biology? Piece? I, it didn't seem very creative to me. So it's, it's well, but then oh, I guess maybe all we have to do, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Go, go online and look at some of the books written by biologists about life itself. You're, you're, you're going to be educated that biology is totally creative. And not only Especially that, you read some of the current books. not only that, though, if, if he's going into a teaching realm and rather than an entertainment realm, that is going to be better for his higher points because he's helping to guide people and teach. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, no, that's well, good. No, I've, now you've, I've see, I'm looking at it a different way. So. Right. It's less about his ego and more about helping others. Does he have a great, does he want to teach like high school? I, I would imagine high school biology. High school, yeah. High school, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, and like, like, like we said, he can expand on that too and teach, teach, you know, do his own videos, fuse his, his creativity with, with the biology, I mean, teachers have to be very creative to inspire their students. So, I mean, there's nothing worse than a boring teacher mm-hmm. who isn't passionate about what he or she does. So if he's able to be creative in his teaching, that's You know, be- our younger generation now, they're encompassed in the politics of biology, 
and, and that includes being very creative about it. So if your son has a broad mind and can create the, have creative biology, create a course called Creative Biology as to how we apply art and literature and science projects to the study of life in a creative way, writing essays, short stories, uh, looking at scientific results and applying that to our, the literature of our lives. I mean, there's a way to say that biology isn't creative. Is, no, no, it's very creative. And like I said, look up some of the books written by biologists, and you'll see there's several of them. Thank you. I'll, I'll look up that author that you mentioned at the beginning. Okay, hopefully that helps, Jennifer. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay. This is our next caller. Hi. 313, are you, can you hear us? Hi, Neil and Kristen. Hi. Hi, this is Sherelle. I'm calling from Michigan. Birthday, 1130, Hello. 93. Hi. 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 How are you doing? I'm okay. Another day. Yes. Another day on the corner. Yeah. I was just like a message from the other side. Please and thank you. Twenty-seven nine. Uh, I'm sorry. The, you want a message from the other side. The the message that I'm getting has a little bit to do with music. So, um, someone that's crossed over is first sending a message about a song. I don't know what the song is yet, but it's a music and it's a song. Um, you know that movie Ghost where they played um, the Righteous Brothers Unchained song? Melody. That's weird that you say that. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you why in a minute. Well, um, there's... I'm not sure. Who's the female close to you that's crossed over? Is it mother? I mean, who's grandmother? Grandmother, which becomes most through. likely my grandmother. I think my mom. She has that gift of connecting with the the dead or whatever, because she gave me a message from my grandmother not too long ago. I told my mom, "Well, you had a gift. You need to kind of, you know, enhance it." But I think she's a little bit afraid of it. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't get all off topic. But it most likely it's my grandmother. Yeah. Okay. So let's assume it's your grandmother that I'm hearing. I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing a song, but it, it's, it's almost like something that comes out of the forties. You heard that Unchained Melody. Well, well, because I was referring to the, uh, to, in that, 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 Spirit, that soul sent the song to her when he was on the astral plane. Um, um, 
let's go another, let's look at this in another angle. Um, in your lifetime, did anybody have an old car, like an old car they couldn't get rid of? Yes. And who was that? Um, my mom. And so she kept this car and she couldn't get rid of it? I mean, yeah, she got rid of it, you know, but she ended up getting another old car. Huh? Okay. That she's still hanging on to. Is your mother uh, an enthusiast of music? Um, somewhat. Not, not real strong. Uh, do you remember your grandmother ever? Don't give me details, but do you remember your grandmother ever singing these songs? She kind of sing gospel songs. Well, that's that's a yes. Gospel songs. Yes. Would any of those songs that she sang, to your knowledge, would any of them come out of Elvis Presley's gospel music? Probably so. I'm not sure exactly, but... Yeah, I got it. The gospel songs, she was in the gospel, she was in the gospel. And so there's something going on that she's telling you to check out some of the gospel music or if you're inclined to just turn on the radio or whatever, you may suddenly hear a gospel song. Now that's going to be coming from her. Bottom line, she's going to be sending you a song. And that song is going to come from her heart to your heart. Okay. And in the song, there might be something mentioned about a car, a vehicle, if you're looking for the lyrics. But just wait for that to come. Because she's saying, I don't know, Sherelle doesn't have children, does she? No. Um. She's talking about somebody else so much younger. So if we go, maybe it's you, around five or six years old, uh, to maybe too far back for you to remember. But did you ever, uh, for a period of time, stay with your grandmother for a longer period of time than a, a day or two? Yes. Like you lived with her? Yes. Well, she, I was well, with her a lot. Your mess, the message you're getting is coming from your grandmother. There's a gospel song she's trying to send to you. It might come up just out of the blue, and you'll know when it does. It will be kind of eerie. And, she's, and there may be some kind of car reference. She's sending you her love. There's nothing important or vital to say except that, at least from my angle, except that uh, she's making a connection since you put a request out. Um, okay. And so it's going. It's it's going from there. She is talking to you. You know, lastly, she's talking to you. It's really weird about washing your feet. <laughs> and I got you... another question. I have so many dreams, and they be sometimes they be feeling so real. And I'm trying to just make sense or learn how to control my dreams that I know that I'm dreaming. But I don't know what they do besides okay, can, write can them we, down. We'll get to that in just oh, a second. Oh, go ahead. That's, that's okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. We'll get to that in just a second. But I wanted to say something. When you called, I was getting 
it, it was weird you said unchained melody because I was getting like an idea of a bracelet, like a chain link bracelet or a, a necklace. Is there anything like that that you wear, Sherelle, um, or that you have of your grandmother's? No, I don't. You don't wear bracelets? My mom do, though. I'm sorry? No, I don't. No, I don't. But, no, I really don't. I really don't wear jewelry because of the kind of job that I'm in, so I don't wear jewelry. But did your, you said your mom does? She has a necklace that has my grandmother on it. Okay, so that's what it is. That's what it is. And she carries her around a lot. Okay, she connects so with her. That? Okay, so that's the necklace. And then uh, to answer your question about dreams before we get there, any ritual with feet? Does anybody go to a pedestal uh, or anyone realistic, you know, washes their feet with oils or anything like that? Anything pertaining to the feet, to your knowledge? No, I'm not sure. I'm really not around my family like that. No, but no I'm not sure. Okay, just keep those things in mind. She could paint. Do you do you paint your own nails? Your no, I toes. go to the shop and get my nails did. I do paint so my do, toes. And I do use <laughs> crystals, and I yeah, do use crystals. Yeah, but you you get pedicure, so that's it's you. No, I it's don't get no pedicure. I paint huh? my own toes. I don't get no, oh, so I don't oh, get you pedicure. Paint, you but you paint your own nails. My toes, I do. Right. So yeah. that's the food. That's, All right. That would be okay. the validation. So we don't Okay. So do you want to ask about dreams? Yes, I was asking. Yes, how to control my dreams. How do I know when I'm dreaming? Because I believe a lot of my messages or answers are in my dreams. But I just don't know how to control them. Why, what do you mean, control? Like, uh, do you feel? I know that I'm dreaming or lucid you know, dreaming. Lucid dreaming. Go ahead. Yeah, well, go ahead. You have to have a, You start to have to practice having a dialogue with your astral body because when you there are two types of dreams. One is an astral dream where your astral body actually leaves your physical body and goes to the astral realm, which is a whole variety of circumstances up there, and then send okay. messages to your physical body that you receive like, uh, you know, you're receiving these messages that are coming from your astral body in travel. Then the second kind of dream is one you just have in your brain psychologically. You're not, you're just having a brain dream and it has nothing to do with your soul. You're just typically dreaming. One way for you to, uh, I don't you know the difference. You can keep a dream diary or, or you can start to talk more. She says she doesn't know the difference. So a lot of times, like, signs that you're having an astral dream is maybe you're flying. A lot of times you can have, I mean, sometimes they're a mix, so you can have a, you can be kind of astral, in the astral realm, but also unloading the, you know, the physical elements of the day uh-huh. and, and the cross. Flying, so it's difficult uh, to driving in a car, right? Traveling. Uh, sometimes you, you see people in your dream that you don't recognize. You're in a large room. Oh, no, no. People. Those are indications. No, no dreams you. like this. More so dreams that I know, you know, people or just be like random dreams. Like, why did I just well, dream about that? Well, random dreams. What do you mean by random dreams? Like, like people like, I don't even talk to. I have dreams about people like that you don't relationships. Know. Oh, yeah. well, that's 
with psychological probably, but it's difficult without context. To well, you know, what happens in the dream be feeling world, real too. Go ahead. What happens in the dream world is that connecting souls can go out into the astral realm and meet together at night. Yeah. And so that sometimes can happen. You seem to have a distance between yourself and your soul. So, you know, doing some exercises, uh, keeping a dream diary is good. Um, mm-hmm. Why do, You know, why don't you practice looking at an object with your naked eye and then closing your eye and seeing if you see the object in your mind's eye for a second or two? But I don't know if my third eye is third eye is open though for me to see. No, no, I'm not asking kind of... you to open. I'm not asking you to open your third eye. All, all I want oh, you to okay. do is get into a lighted room and put something uh-huh. on the table, like a salt, pe- a salt and pepper shaker, and stare okay. at it for twenty seconds. Close your eyes and see if you see the impression of that object with, with your eye closed. Okay. It's a simple exercise. Yeah, you can do that. So it's a simple exercise. Uh-huh. Start practicing that. Then get back to us and report to us one of your dreams. Okay, I, mean, I will. Care if you want, your parents, you want, tell us one of your dreams right now and you remember them. Well, I just um, had a dream last night about someone I used to deal with, but it was like a sexual dream. I'm like, why is he dreaming about this person? Was he dreaming about me? Was he thinking about me? Oh. I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Well, okay. So it what was, happened to the Who was the person? Huh? Going... It was like an ex-boyfriend? Uh, or... I mean, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, was an ex. Was it an ex-boyfriend? Or was it like a friend yeah. of Guy, I mean, his, uh, less oh, oh, I'm sorry. It was a friend. It was a friends with benefits kind of, kind yeah. of guy. That okay. used to oh, deal with it, a long but, time but ago. But it was intimate. It was intimacy. Yeah, and it, it was just a relationship. Relationship where you were committed. Right. And that's, yeah, and that's well, the, what, what was the dream was too. You have a past life with this person, so the impression that this person had on your soul and your body is still being administered into the dream world because there's some sort of impression that was made. Did he ever have any money problems or problems with cash in his life? No. Maybe, yeah, probably so. I'm sorry, yeah. Probably so. Say yes, probably so. Okay. Well, you're flip-flopping in your answers. but (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I apologize. That's okay. Uh, we're just trying to get specific so we can get the right answer to help you out. Uh, okay. How did you meet him? What, did you meet him through job or through just social interaction? It was like when I was working, just came up to the job, one of my jobs I had during the time, and that's how we exchanged numbers, and that's how everything started from there on so out. He, he didn't work with you. He came, he was like, he met you while you were like working. Like a customer. Yeah. Right. And he we never flirting, worked together. He started flirting. Yeah. Uh huh. And then the flirting turned into a date, and then the date turned into having sex, so you were just like friends. Yeah. Did you ever go to a movie with him? Yes. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and did he pick the movie or did you? Hey, he picked the movie. Uh-huh. And did the movie have any romance or was it more action? More action. Uh-huh. And after that movie, did he take you out to eat or do you recall being intimate with him after the movie? No, I think he would call it a night after that. There wasn't no intimacy. He just took me home and that was it. Okay. He, my impression is that he's from a past life. He's a past Oh, really? He was a, now, imagine... Imagine it's the 1950s. Okay, imagine it's the 1950s, like Greece. You know the musical Greece. That's really weird. Yeah. I was thinking of a song from Greece this morning in my head. I that know. is so weird. Well, but his name, his name is Sam. What are we talking yeah. about? His birthday, November the 15th, 1991. 11-15-1991. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. it's obvious. Twenty eight ten one. But yeah, but that's the what that was with our so called relationship consist of. I'm like, why did I have a dream about him out the blue? Yeah. I don't even what talk to him you? anymore. Well, no, huh? you're 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 looking at this and with the wrong lens. You had oh. a dream about him because you know him on this planet. <clears throat> you know him in this planet life. You were okay. intimate with him. You knew him from a past life. In my interpretation, that past life, when you knew him, it was the 1950s. And it was Ooh. time when they had hot rods, you know, and all that. And uh-huh. you two probably had a relationship. I believe he died in a car crash in that lifetime. Damn. I think he had a car wow. crash. Does he have any interest in cars in this lifetime? Yes, he worked at Chrysler. As far as I know, uh-huh. yeah, well, I mean, last yeah. time that I know, that that's well, I mean, See, that's, so that's, that's validating, validating. Uh, our that's validating our basic premise of what we're saying. The next thing. right? Yeah. Well, and aside from that, I mean, in the number system, the years are interchangeable. Year nine to his one becomes his year ninety-one, and vice versa. His nine to year three becomes year year ninety-three. He actually holds both of the master numbers in his year. Nine one. You're a nine, he's a one, twenty eight ten one. He's compounded. You both were born in the same month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you add the days together, fifteen and thirty becomes not a nine, which is your master number. So there's a, and oh, in I fact don't know how y'all calculate all that. I don't know how go ahead. <laughs> Or if we don't know how we don't know if you're listening earlier, but it's kind of along the question. Now we're getting into the topic of our conversation today, which is soulmates. Um, so this is a soulmate type of relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you you knew him before. You were in a relationship with him before. You were boyfriend and girlfriend, like in Greece, and mm-hmm. he had a crash. He came back, and you came back. So the souls know each other. They reconnect again, but without any sense of commitment. There's no commitment. Weird thing, right. too. Yeah. The first, the first, so she's born on the 30th, he's born on the 15th. There's a 3-1 there. There's a 3-1 yeah. in the last two numbers as well. So there's a match. I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, and their last numbers represent their uh, numbers in their day. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it is. Okay. Thank you. You know, when you, when you. Get, become educated in karma and path lives. Nothing is uh-huh. in, in that respect. 
So okay. you, your soul, when you go to sleep, what happens, Jarrell, is that your soul opens up the history book. And your soul uh, goes all over the map with the history of being on the planet so many times. Many okay. of which have people in this lifetime in the same way. And you're just having these dreams. But if you want to try to... So does that mean... I'm saying, like, so if I dream, that, 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 does that mean, like, he knows that I dreamed, or did he dream about me, no, or did he send me a telepathic message? I don't Sometimes I mean, that, that happens, happen. but that's okay. not the general rule. That's like every time, you know, it's raining today. Every time that I go outside, is it going to be raining? You know? Right. Yeah. That's not a, that's a different kind of uh, connection. Oh, okay. Okay. Because the souls don't always make, retain uh, the, a common memory. Mm-hmm. Like your soul could go out and touch his soul, and, and that soul could be sort of a, a replication of his energy. You could also be visiting a past life you had with him that wouldn't be pertaining to this lifetime, but it still looks like the same person. So, you know, those things, there's so many complicated ways of looking at it. It's like saying, well, I went to school. Well, do you study in school? Yes, I study. I, I study in school. Okay. But then you also have recess. You have lunch. You go to the bathroom. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, you, there's a variety of things that happens in the dream world. And there's yeah. no clear linear definition to it. So, you know, you're wondering, well, you know, is he thinking about having sex with me? You had sex with him in this lifetime. Maybe you're wanting to have a relationship. Maybe you're longing for a relationship again with somebody else or something. And so you allude mm-hmm. to the one you had with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, last time we talked, we had a kind of a big argument, so... I haven't talked to him quite some time, a long time, so I really have no connection with him anymore. He has a girlfriend, and, and I'm in a relationship, oh, too, so yeah. I would, go ahead. Uh, it, the theme that you should get from that dream is that maybe in your uh-huh. thoughts you're desiring for a relationship with somebody, you want to be in one. No, I'm in a relationship, actually. I was just wondering why. I had a dream like that. That's why I was kind of confused. Is the relationship going well? Is the relationship you have with him going well? Oh, yeah, yes. I'm very happy. Is this the same gentleman we spoke about before? The one that worked at Uh the military store? At Uh, one point? You said what? Is this the same gentleman? Yes. The guy that was in the liquor store? Yes. Yeah, he has okay. his own business. Yes. But he has his own business. Okay. Do you think are you are you ever intending to get married? Um, we talked we talked about it. Okay. So one reason you may be having this dream while you're in a relationship, it has pertains to the theme of marriage. Whether in this oh. lifetime this guy is just gonna be another sexual partner. You know, deep, uh, that's deep. that's not what I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's nothing sexual as far as the relationship I'm in now. It's nothing like no, that. No, no, but the dream is is is. Oh. The dream is 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 bring you back to a past relationship, 
and 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 it's and it's because you're considering marriage with this other person it's 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 prompting the analysis of whether this relationship is one that's going to be like the other relationship which dropped off you know you stopped communicating it was a friends with benefits relationship or whether this relationship is going to progress into something deeper so see, oh okay see that's the, uh, that's the idea the, the, what you're being, what you're being uh, resistant with is, are you going to be, are you going to marry this guy, or is it just going to be a relationship? Um, if this talks about marriage. Well, that's but I'm not one. sure. Right, now, so it's like right. So that's the point. You're not sure. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's a thought. I mean, it's something to think about. You know, it ain't a decision that you make right then and there, right? What's his what's his birthday? Ooh. <laughs> oh wow. April twenty fifth. Do you uh, know the <clears throat> Um, no, I don't know the How old is he? <laughs> He's quite older. You don't know his age. I mean You're you're being you're getting frustrated. Is it too private for you to say? <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit, because he's a lot older than me, so. Well, <laughs> we're, we're at the April the 25th. Okay, I mean, it's hard enough the year, right? Year, the 425 corresponds to well, 11. That becomes an 11, but, which yeah, is her month. I know. You have a past life with him. I mean, okay. You know, uh, how old he is and what his year is, that's your business, if you don't want to share it. But you have a past life with him. <laughs> okay. Oh, a past life. Another past yeah. life, huh? Yeah, because his four two five adds up to eleven, which is your month. What kind of work do you do, uh, she, Cheryl? She works for Sanders. Colonel Sanders? No. Right. Yeah. You know the series. Oh, actually, I'm not. You're I'm not anymore. there no more. I left there. Where are you more? I'm back. You're I'm back working. Anymore. No, I'm back working at Wendy's. You're working at where? I'm back working at the sandwich shop. Cubbies. Yes. No in food service. Tubbies. I've never heard of that. But That's submarine that sandwich. That was right? a, yes, it is. Yeah, I've heard of It's mm-hmm. submarine sandwich. Yeah, they, they yes, go backwards. Um, yeah, 1968, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They go I, I remember Tubbies. I uh, They're not like us common here, but they've had them here. Um, so, well, okay, I'll tell you what, Sherelle, what you've got to decide is with this man, whether you, you don't have to, but you, but start to consider the idea of marriage with him and just see where it goes. Talk to him more about it and discuss it without pressure. And your okay. dreams are going to get more, you're going to have more vivid dreams if you do that. Because in this lifetime, you're kind of, the universe kind of wants you to get married. You don't have to, but the way your uh-huh. energy, it, that might be the case. So you might okay. want to just explore that. What you're exploring is really your relationship to uh, men in this, on this planet life. Yeah. I don't know. There's sometimes I'd be feeling like I just want to be by myself. Because I feel like I need a lot of soul searching and I'm lost. I know I just have my moments. 
because I've been through a lot. Like, I mean, like, because most people have been through a lot. So sometimes I just feel like, oh, maybe the relationship is not. You don't have to get married. You don't have to get married. Just, it's a choice in this lifetime. Yeah. But but pertaining to your question about dreams, your question has to do also with your relationship with men in this lifetime, whether you have them or not. Your dreams are connected to your relationship with men in many ways. Aside from the fact okay. that uh, your grandmother's trying to um, reach out to you and make a connection to you. Uh, and incidentally, Tubbies, there's only now, they're only located in Michigan. That's it. But they were, yeah. Yeah. Well, Michigan is the United States. <laughs> I mean, they, they were in California. I, they, well, I'm sure they were, if you can remember, I remember them, Tubbies. but I don't. But, you know, uh-huh. that's, they're only in Michigan. Yeah, they're only in Michigan, yeah. <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> Significant. Well, thank you both. I don't yeah. want to hold your line up or your day no. up. Okay. All right, Cheryl. You've well, always been very helpful. Good luck. And you got a good memory, Kristen. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. My Take pleasure care. talking to you both. For y'all have a great day. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy New Year. I'll talk to y'all there. Okay. okay. Bye. Okay. Well, we can get back to our little chat. Soulmates. Uh, in, p- people sometimes mistake that, right? For twin souls. Twin to- souls. Totally different. We aren't talking about twin souls today. We're talking about soulmates, which means that the souls have mated. They're either soulmates, friends, like English language, England. Or uh, they're they're they've actually mated in another lifetime, or they are connected to one another by family energy. Uh, and so, therefore, a person, an individual, will have many soulmates that they encounter in a lifetime. It's not a singular energy where there's one. Yeah. yeah. So usually. Yeah. I mean, Unless, uh, I probably Adam and Eve had only one soulmate. But, you know, once we come back to the planet over and over and over again, we collect soulmates. So we have, it's correct to say soulmates. Soulmates can split up. Soulmates can be enemies. Soulmates can be friends. They can be a variety of things. The thing to define in terms of soulmate is you can look at the codes and the birthdays and start to analyze it that way. You can look at the uh, substance of your relationship with the person and see how you met them what you like to do, what are the circumstances around your economics and background, which will help to define naturally the soulmate connection. If one is interested in defining what is a soulmate, you can start to become quite intrigued and investigate your connection with people that are important to you. Right. And it's interesting because it's interesting to analyze how certain relationships progress because sometimes people can start out as enemies, you know, platonic and then, and then, uh, you know, become great friends. Uh, And then on the same token, people can have a fantastic connection at the beginning and then the relationship sours so analyzing why these people come into your life and how to progress in the relationship is a really important aspect of soulmate relationships. Yeah, because soulmates uh, t- 
typically go through two energy fields. They go through the past life connection they had with the person. So that gets reenacted. And then they also go through the present energy with the person. Some people come back to repair their karmic relationship. Some people come back to continue their karmic relationship. Some people they they couldn't get get it together in their in their former lifetime. Maybe one was married or something, or they died suddenly. So they come back and being on the planet on the same time, they start off where they left, left off. But that doesn't mean that the history of where they left off that's still incorporated in the energy of their relationship. So some people, usually when people say, oh, we knew we were in love. It was love at first sight. No, it was love at third sight. It was love in the third eye. Because usually when people fall in love immediately, their souls know that they're starting off where they left off. So we mistake love at first sight with this physical sensation when actually love at first sight is usually connotated by the fact that both souls know they came back to meet again. Well, right, and that's how people will often, I mean, they may not have the consciousness to know that the souls knew each other in a past life, but the way that they all, they'll articulate the way they felt in the relationship when they first met is like, I knew, like I've known this person forever, even though we just met. Yeah. So there's, you know, some kind of consciousness on, on a physical plane now, level. There can be tragic stories. A person who loved somebody in one lifetime and they were obsessed with that person can come back to the planet again with that person, continue that obsession and the person and and claim that they're, that's my soulmate. Why aren't they responding? When this, when the storyline is that the person who came back, the opposite party that came back is still continuing to work out karma that, has nothing to do with the love aspect of a relationship. So that those things can happen when people mistake a soulmate to be mutual when it really isn't, because we can come back with conflict with soulmates as much as we can come back in a warfare situation. Two people who kill each other in a relationship often well, come back. They're yeah. soulmates. They're soulmates. But, uh, but, the, but the atmosphere and the circumstances and the substance of their current life may not be really healthy because they're still working out energy. So we have a whole variety of variables of uh, energies in terms of what soulmates are. But what's intriguing is that you open up the book and define it as a soulmate connection. Not, no, not everybody is a soulmate. You don't have soulmates with everybody you meet. There are tribal connections that don't necessarily reach into the soul. You can have tribal connections with some people from the same tribe that you that belong to you that you don't necessarily have a strong connection to. A lot of times that's neighbors. We have tribal connections with our neighbors. And uh Tribalism is now becoming more of a popular well, that can term. Also, I mean, that can also reach into the, the work element to work with tribal, past yeah. tribal life members. 
Yeah, our work environment, our neighborhoods, they're all tribal energies. Even when you're on, a, if a plane crashes and everybody dies on the plane, that was tribal, probably from warfare. Um, and even if it was primitive warfare, it doesn't matter because uh, the idea, let's say a tribe slaughtered another tribe by the use of arrows, what, and they were brutal, primitive, brutal people, tribe. Those tribe members can come back, gather together on a plane, and the plane can crash, i.e. the arrow falls to the ground. Those kinds of things are explained on more of a supernatural, metaphysical level of interpretation. It's not going to work in the newspapers or you know, uh, on the news shows. But in the metaphysical world, this is where we get more into the more ominous and, and intriguing questions of what defines existence, but when, the destruction of existence. But when we also talk about um, soulmates, and a close connection with a soulmate. There are people in your in, that that are encountered throughout life that are soulmates where there isn't an intense connection on that in that specific lifetime. So you can have, for example, a past life mother that might be your neighbor. Yeah. So there's a tribal connection as well as a soulmate connection, but you may not have a deep connection with that person. It can be, you know, an acquaintance relationship. It can be. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, different definitions apply to different types of relationships. I often refer to the story about the guy I was doing a reading with and his gardener walked by the window and I said, oh, my God, that was a past life father. And he was amazed that I said that and then explained to me that that man saved his child from drowning in, the, in a jacuzzi. Fell into jacuzzi and because he was out there, he was the only one who saw the child and saved the child's life. And the man never understood, I mean, he understood it, but he never, it just didn't fit in his rational mind a, a deeper explanation, except by happen chance. So the idea that, and, and coming from a stranger such as myself and telling him that the guy just walked by and I said, well, that was your past life father. And he was nothing but um, yeah, an, an employee, an employee, a Hispanic gardener type situation that it was just uh you know for me there was a class comment, there was a class what, what you're stating is there was a great class difference in the two people and you wouldn't assume by just you know plain sight that there was a connection like that yeah. from a past life and this guy was real arrogant you know, white and arrogant so me making that comment i thought he was going to be annoyed at me i didn't care because i see people as being equals but uh but I thought by telling him that, he might have taken offense. But in fact, they explained everything to him. He can kind of cry, too, when I told him. Uh, well, hopefully the, the gardener got a raise after that. Yeah, <laughs> he put a pool in his backyard. <laughs> um, but uh, so it's strange. You know, there was a story about a, a woman who was drowning her child in a lake. That's it was great. Just in the paper, and the cop came. A cop came in, and interrupted this horrible incident. I haven't heard about this one. And uh, saved the child's life. Mother is accused of trying to drown her child, and an officer saw the the action going on. He was in five feet of water. He jumped into the canal. 
He was able to free the child from under the water and pull him away from the mother who was attempting to pull them both down back into the water. Uh, He saved the child's life. Now, that's past life. Those are soulmates. And probably the mother and the officer were married before in the past life, I would assume. So, you know, we can come back with positive energy. We can come back with negative energy. But nonetheless, soulmates do connect in many different ways. Well, it's interesting then getting into an analysis of what their past life relationship was like as husband and wife. If she in this life is attempting to drown the child and he saves the child, what went on that past life between them? You know, it'd be interesting to look at the birth dates and get yeah. a more. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, probably not going to be able to. Does it name the name no. the people? But that if that woman said, you know, if I ever come back, I will kill our, you know, if she made a comment like that and, and the man said, but then I'm coming back to protect that child. I'm not going to let you do it again. You know, something like that could have happened. Uh, and anyway, we are, we are at the end of the hour today, but we're back on the air on Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, our regular time, 12 p.m. Eastern. We will speak with you then. Bye-bye.